Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Byers, best in the business. Once again, back in business, joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate, Professor Christian. Nate, what's up? Hey, Mike. I am your faithful co-host, but it is the draft season, and I might be guesting on some other shows over the next couple of months. As long as it's not Tuesday nights from the hours of 8 to 11. Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> then that's fine. All right. Well, I'm glad I have your blessing. I will um, be doing some guest spots as well, although yeah, I have to us. sit down um, as opposed to what I've done in the past. So My services have been requested. There you go. Well, I look forward to finding out where you're going or got where you're going, where you're guesting and giving you where I'm going. I'm staying right here, Mike. Guesting. Don't worry. That is good. Uh, one thing that won't be staying on Nate's roster is running backs because we know <laughs> that he hates them with a passion. So yeah, well, not only does he hate them, we decided mm-hmm. to do an episode devoted to running backs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so today we're going to be doing buy, sell, hold, avoid, running back edition. Mm. Nate, when you saw this topic, just what was your first thought? Well, my first thought, yeah, I looked at the first player. I was like, okay, okay. I'm cool with this. Uh, next topic. Because uh, I actually hadn't read the topic yet. So I was like, okay, first player, second player. Uh, I was like, mm, okay, oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. Uh, third player. What? What's going on here? And then I read, scrolled up. I saw that it was all running backs. And then I immediately just laid my hands into my face, into my hands and, and cried for about three minutes before I pulled myself together and hopped back on PFF. And here we are. Basically how it went down. Nate, let's just hop right into it then. Player number one, buy, sell, hold, avoid. And that is Miami Dolphins running back Devon A-Chan. Nate, looks like we're in agreement, but what are you doing here? I am holding Devon A-Chan. I know some people want to sell him. They're worried about his size, the fact that he's already had an injury. Um, They Mm. want to sell high on Devon A-Chan. But look at the running back landscape. There's not that many young running backs that can absolutely change a week like Devon A. Chan can. He, his potential every single week, that upside, that weekly upside we, we have with him, that we saw just this year, 
there's not many players that have that kind of upside. In fact, like CMC, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Brees Hall, those are the guys that have that kind of – Jameer Gibbs. He fits in that category. He might not be as consistent as those guys, and that's why, for me, he's certainly out of that top five, which is like a really good top five right now. And then Devon A. Chan is outside of that, but he offers some of that same upside as those other guys. So this is kind of like your access point to get a little taste of that top upside, but maybe not in a quite consistent uh, way as those other guys. But still, 7.5 yards per carry, Mike, on 100-plus attempts. He's the only player ever averaged that many that's yards crazy. per carry with that much volume like it's crazy the efficiency that he had this year i'm not worried about the injury he's a running back running backs get hurt you know gone are the days where you have guys like emmett smith who played through everything adrian peterson pretty healthy for the most part throughout his career got banged up here and there but those days are gone man that's just how it is the game's different nowadays too but i'm holding as well and, you know, we think Raheem Mostert's going to be gone soon. I'm not sure if he's a free agent or not this year. I forgot to look. I, My apologies. But he's, he's in his 30s. I think there's going to be competition there. They'll bring someone yeah, in. for sure, somebody. But competition that accents him, not hinders him, my opinion. He's going to be the 1A. And, you know, Nate pointed out, great, missed five games with a knee sprain, and he still really piled the stats on. He sure did. You know, I, I also think I would buy him. I don't think you could buy him affordably right now is the problem. You're going to yeah. be paying at this point in the offseason. I do not want to overpay for running back at all. If I'm going to overpay, let me do it closer to the season when it's more pressing for me to set a lineup. Not right now because so many things can happen between now and the start of the season. Let's not panic. you got a lot of time to set lineups, so don't overpay now. Yeah, and I think a chance is pretty expensive because, like I said, he's he's right outside that top five, yeah. but he's not not very far out because it just kind of becomes a wasteland after that. And let's not forget, he got the landing spot we wanted him to get. So be happy about it. Start him. Let's move on. Nate, the guy who's going to be backing up Tank Bigsby soon, apparently, and that is <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars running back Travis uh, Etienne. That's joke, everybody. Nate was just really high on Tank Bigsby, if you're a new listener. was. Didn't work out too well, yes. but that's how it goes sometimes. So um, it looks like you and I are going to differ here. We are. And so I have him as a hold right now. And part of this just comes from the fact that because I don't like running backs, the reason I don't like running backs is because the, the landscape of the running back position is kind of, like I said, wasteland it is very much a grab bag at the same time. And I just like to avoid that. I like to avoid all those question marks, all those unknowns. So if I have Travis Etienne on my team, I'm holding him. I'm not selling him because I know what I'm getting with Travis Etienne. Tank Bigsby is not competition for Travis Etienne. We learned that this year. You know, he was a volume back. His yards per carry did go down. The efficiency was lower, but he got a lot of a volume. You know, Travis Etienne was one of the rushing leaders for this year. And he 16 more attempts than 2020. Sorry, I'm getting myself all messed up on my notes here. Look, okay. he still missed a lot of force tackles, okay? 64 this year, 64 last year. He's able to make people miss. He creates yards after the contact. It was a little bit down this year. The efficiency numbers were down this year, but the Jaguars' offense was down this year. And I think if they can find somebody that can complement Travis Etienne, that should help those efficiency numbers out because they were – using him as their in-between-the-tackles runner, which is not Travis Etienne's, you know, 
strength necessarily. Um, he can do that, but we want to give him opportunities where he can make explosive plays. And he wasn't being put in those positions very um, as often as we'd like to see that with the Jaguars. I do think the Jaguars offense continues to improve. Even if this is his floor, you're pretty happy with this as a floor. So I'm holding on the Travis Etienne. And then I went to go look and see how much it costs to buy or sell Travis Etienne. Can you do it for a 25 first and a second? I don't think there's any way, but I, I was seeing that in some places where people are trying to sell on Travis Etienne. Maybe it's a late 24 first and a second. That I would do that because you're getting a, a running back that you know. And if you're competitive, running backs are valuable. Um, but if you can get two first for Travis Etienne, I'm shipping them off. I don't know if you could. I am selling, by the way. And for some of the reasons that you pointed out, just the efficiency was down. All the touchdowns were up a little bit. I kind of like what I can get if I'm moving on from him. You know, super flex league, we're looking at like a late first. Might end up being, I would try for a late first and a second for sure. And if it had to be a 2025 second, okay, I could deal with that. If it ends up being uh late first and maybe an early third, we can make that work too. And I mean, in a one quarterback league, we're talking a late first, like the 110 to 112, maybe that moves up to the 106, 108 to 109 ish, somewhere around there. And then obviously another pick on top of that as well. And I'm okay with that. I don't mind moving on from him. This is going to be a contract year for ETN as well. Let's not forget he did miss his first year with an injury, and that's not True. a detriment to him, just like it's not a detriment to Devon Achan. I'm just making the point um, that he did do that, so we're going into a contract year as well. So I want to kind of sell high a little bit because if he's not resigned, which Nate thinks he may not be, because it's going to be Tank's team, um, and you're going to be losing out. You know, ETN does have... He does have a fifth-year option. That is true, but we don't know if they're going to pick it up or not. But they will pick it up this offseason, I think. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's not the EP's guy. So we Tank will know is. soon. <laughs> you know, that's what I was hoping for, Mike. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> you, you never know, too, what's going to happen there. I mean, um, could end up being more of a timeshare. Who, who knows anymore? We'll see. We never know. Let's move on to the next one. Kenneth Walker. Let's not forget about Kenneth Walker. They drafted Zach Charbonnet to open up the screen game. Yeah. And you know what? It worked, kind of, because Charbonnet was the receiving back for this team because Kenneth Walker had just the same amount of receiving work as he did the year before, but he was it's more efficient so with it. It was so weird. Look, in 2022, Kenneth Walker had 28 receptions for 168 yards. In 2023, he had 29 receptions, but for 259 yards and a touchdown. So not quite double the receiving yards, but much more efficient on basically the same amount of work. Um, so he was more efficient there. Unfortunately, Kenneth Walker was not that efficient as a runner on this year. He did average 13.3 fantasy points per game, which was RB20. Average 13.5 last year, which was RB16. So relatively similar season as well slightly better than last year um his yards per carry did go down from 4.6 to 4.1 uh he did force more missed tackles this year per attempt though and his yards per carry was slightly down per i mean yards per contact after attempt was slight, slightly down so at the end of all those stats what's that come out to kenneth walker basically just had the same year slightly down yeah. efficiency wise but pretty much 
the same year as he had the year before. And with Zach Charbonnet being the next guy there who's going to be involved, I think we just kind of know what we're getting with Kenneth Walker now. I think this is Kenneth Walker. We have a, you know, a back end RB2, mid RB2, probably. Yeah, like a, a mid RB2, RB16 ish. That's good. That's good to have. But as long as Zach Charbonnet is there and they're going to put emphasis on the passing game, I don't know if Kenneth Walker really gives you top 12 upside on a seasonal basis unless all of a sudden he's going to be the goal line back. So with that in mind and where he's being valued, I'm going to sell Kenneth Walker, Mike. I'm going to okay. sell Kenneth Walker. Can I get a mid first, like in the, into that top seven in the, in the first round in Superflex? If it's uh, like one quarterback or I can't get in that mid first, can I get a, a first and a second? Can I get like a late first and a second? For Kenneth Walker, I think that's something I would be looking to do as well. If I get a late first and a second, I can pick up a wide receiver I like in the first and a running back in the second. I'll take that diversification from Kenneth Walker in this opportunity. And if I really need a running back, I'd rather go value shopping for like James Cook, Rashad White with just a single first or two seconds. You know, I'd much rather go get those guys. I think those are better values giving me, I mean, James Cook, Rashad White were both top 12 running backs this year. They Why were. would I not want those guys over Kenneth Walker? I mean, straight up, I'd rather have those guys than Kenneth Walker. You know, Nate, it's almost like you were looking at my notes because I had those guys on there, and that's the reason I'm avoiding Kenneth Walker. I don't want to buy him right now. And you know what you said? You're talking about a, a running back two, and that's great. You need running back twos on your team. But it's the offseason. And I know I just said I don't want to pay too much for a running back. However, this is the time where you want to make your team as good as possible. And Filling it in with running back twos to me isn't so much of an upgrade. So I'm going to avoid him. And Charbonnet's there. We have to be honest, too. Neither Kenneth Walker nor Zach Charbonnet were drafted by the current regime. You're like, oh, they're under contract. Yeah, because players that are under contract have never gotten traded before in their life. So we don't know what's going to happen there. Don't forget about Kenny McIntosh. Just want to throw it out there. He's there. And DJ Dallas is still hanging around, too. Hey, DJ Um, Dallas forever. We did talk about the slight dip in numbers. I'm not going to go over it again. Played the same amount of games. So numbers down, game same. Sounds like Tony Pollard. Um, did have one more receiving touchdown this year than the year before. Their hey, there we go. You know, if we're in a startup, just say, you know, because Kenneth Walker's ADP is 53. He's 53rd player off the board. James Cook and Rashad White, who I think have a chance to be more effective and have more volume than Kenneth Walker are going about 10 picks later than him. James Cook, his ADP is 62, and Rashad White's is 63. Yeah. So you can wait almost the full round and get these guys here. That's what I would do. You I know what like else I would do? What? I would hang tight while we have a uh, quick word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fantastic. Welcome back, everybody. Speak of the devil. Rashad White. Nate, you and I are semi in agreement here. I have one additional caveat to what you had, but why don't you kick it off for us? 
I'm buying Rashad White. I know I just talked about it on the last player. I think Rashad White's a value. You know, if I can get him for two seconds or or late first, I'm getting a top 12 running back. That's what he was this year. That's what I expect him to be next year. You know, 114 receptions, Mike, over the past two years for Rashad White. I love that kind of production out of my running back. And also, he's played 17 games in both seasons so far in his career. So he's been healthy. Availability at the running back position is perhaps one of the most important traits with how we've seen the running back position go down. Look at that. That was a nice little pun there. Literally, they're going down. Um, Look, average 15.8 fantasy points per game in 2023. That was good for 10th overall. 1,500 scrimmage scrimmage yards in 2023. People look at his numbers and they don't see like a ton of rushing yards. They don't see a lot of rushing efficiency. So they, you know, they're like, oh, Rashad White, he just gets receptions. That's just what he is. That's why he's good. He's not a good running back. No, Rashad White's a good running back. He's That's a reason he has 1,500 receiving, I mean, 1,500 scrimmage yards in the NFL. Uh, There's a reason he's the RB1 for a team that went to the playoffs. Rashad White is a good running back. He's got a little, little competition in the backfield. I expect him to bring somebody in to give him some competition, but he's the RB1 there. He's the day two pick. He's on a good contract where they're not spending a lot of money on him and they're getting a lot of production out of him. He's going to continue to be the main receiving back there, which is where we really love to get that fantasy production from. And he's just a really good receiver, Mike. He's a weapon for that team. This year, over 18% of his receiving snaps were either in the slot or out wide. So he's not just catching these out of the backfield. They're lining him up across the line of scrimmage. They're trying to get him involved in plays. Rashad White is being undervalued just because people don't value him as a running back. But does it even matter if you think he's a good running back or not? He's going to get fantasy points. No, I think Rashad White is a great buy right now. I agree. And that's why I'm buying or holding if I have him already. I think Baker's back. Mike Evans is going to leave. It, all signs are pointing to that right now. We don't know what's going to happen there exactly. And like Nate pointed out, Rashad White, 114 receptions in two years. Can the number rise, Nate? It's possible. One thing that I want to say, too, is receiving backs, even if he just becomes a receiving back, a third down back, we've seen guys like James White be extremely efficient in roles like that. So if in three to four years he shifted to that role, that means that at some point he's going to be still startable on your fantasy. Nice little veteran on your team. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, did you mention too that he was running back four on the season? I did not, but that's what I'm talking about. You know, you got that talking about top 12 upside. RB4 in the season is pretty good upside. I, I think so too. And it's a guy who is running back four yet nobody really wants to care about for the most part. I just think it's foolish. And in a super flex, I think you could probably grab him for late first um, mm-hmm. in one quarterback late to like mid late first and a third. Yeah. You got to throw something else on top of that too. Um yeah. in a one quarterback league. I would definitely try to make that move. So you know so I, I I'm a big fan of Rashad White. I like him. Me too. I want, I want him to stay on my team. I want you in my starting lineup Rashad White. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Oh okay great. Here's another good one. Detroit Lions running back David Montgomery. Chicago left him for dead. Nate we defer here. Differ? We differ. Differ. Defer is when I defer to somebody else for comments. So we differ on this one. Let's kick it off with you. What are you doing, Nate? I like David Montgomery. I think he's going to be productive this year. But this is the point where you'd rather be a year early than a year late. 
this is the pivot point for David Montgomery. He's going into his 27-year-old season. He has been used a good bit through his career already. He's had a lot of in-between-the-tackle kind of carries as well. So he's had a lot of tread come off of his tires, Mike. He doesn't have a lot of tread you got left it. on the tires. Ladies and, and gentlemen, he's got it. Woo! We, we, we got there. I fully understand what tread is. <sighs> it's, it's impressive. Great. Um, <laughs> we start talking about flywheels. <laughs> what? We won't do that to you. Okay. Yeah, we won't. You, know how to drive a man- you have a manual transmission vehicle. I-, I do. I drive a stick shift. Yeah. Little known Nate fact. I do. Yeah. I- I'm very proud of it. I, lo- I love driving stick shift. But David Montgomery, 27 years old. It-, it pains me to get rid of him while he's still going to be productive. But this is a- the decision you have to make. Do you want to get out a year early or do you want to be looking at your roster next offseason at this time when David Montgomery is coming out of his two-year contract with the Lions and you have a 28-year-old running back free agent? And not saying he's going to be completely worthless, but, I mean, I don't know if you can get a first-round pick right now, but you're certainly not getting a first-round pick next year, even if you add something on top, you know? so. It's it's do you want to get out now? If you're a really competitive team, I can see a different answer. But for me, I'm selling David Montgomery. Can I get a little bit younger? Maybe it's a bit more of a risk with that, whatever player I'm pivoting to, but can I get younger? Can I get a different kind of asset? Can I maybe pivot to a, a wide receiver and fill a different hole in my team? What do you, you know? For? Well, you know, it I'm trying to get a first round pick in Superflex. I'm you know, any kind of late first I'm happy with. If I can't get it, like an early second and maybe like an early third if i can get two seconds I'd, I'd like to get two seconds i do think he's still valuable because you don't have a lot of running backs you can really rely on and you can rely on david montgomery getting you points if it's one quarterback i think i can i think i can definitely get a late first for david montgomery i'm hoping i can get something maybe up to like the 108 Nate, you can pry david montgomery from my cold dead <laughs> hands i'm holding if i'm competing because I think he is a fantastic running back, and I don't think I can get what I think he is worth right now. Yeah. And truth be told, there are times where a player like David Montgomery, and we've seen this happen before. Again, I'm holding because I think I'm competing, right? And all of a sudden, your season goes along and you're not competing anymore. You're doing the opposite of that. That's when David Montgomery, a player like that, is more valuable. So David Montgomery, sir, great news for you. You're staying on my roster. You're staying in my starting lineup. He was a respectable running back 17 on the season last year. Mike, why would you hold a running back 17 and avoid a guy like Kenneth Walker? Because I think, again, this is a player whose value could increase during the season. I think Kenneth Walker's will stay the same. Look at what he did last year, Nate. 219 attempts, 1,015 yards, 13 touchdowns. And, hey, he can catch the ball a little bit too. They got Jameer Gibbs there. But they're going to throw you off and throw the rock to Dave Montgomery a little bit. 16 grabs, 117 yards, no touchdowns. And like I said, I'll sell closer to the season when panic ensues or if people got running backs dropping like flies, like, you know, they will at some point because that's what happens, man. Injuries, the name of the game. Depth is important, everybody. For sure. All right. Nate, last one. This one was the toughest one. of The whole sheet for me. And I spent probably more time and I really went back and forth a lot. I think I bought, sold, held and avoided. I did everything at one point in time for Denver Broncos running yeah. back Devontae Williams because I feel like he's a guy you can make the case for all four. Oddly enough, that's just, I think where, you can. 
that's what his value's at right now. It's weird. But Nate, let's kick it off with you because you love going first and talk about running backs. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. So right now on keep trade cut at least, Javante Williams is RB15. He's coming off right after Tajay Spears, right before Josh Jacobs, um, who's just in front of David Montgomery. So what I'm doing here with Javante Williams depends on the market price. And I think because of his injury and the fact that he's come back from the injury, he hasn't fully shown us that he's who we wanted to be, but he's been good enough where we're not giving up on him. There's just like the unknown about Javante Williams. If I have to pay a first for Javante Williams, I'm out. And a lot of that is because Javante Williams is going into a contract year. And I'm not going to pay a first for a running back who I don't really know is going to be good this year for sure. Because I haven't seen it yet at the end of last year. Um, if I'm going to pay a first for a running back, maybe give me a guy like Josh Jacobs once he has a landing spot or or something like that where I can at least know I'm going to get something really good for a year. Um, with Javante, I'm worried about him after next year. But I do have optimism for 2024 because Javante Williams work. He's coming off this ACL injury. This is his first full year back. He's not Brees Hall, so he can't come back and just be a you know incredible running back like Brees Hall was this year. Most players take a whole year to come back. We saw that with Javante Williams. And by the end of the season, he was starting to look better. And the production, the volume was actually starting to get there where he had pretty similar actually stats to his rookie season, which gave me hope that this final season is rookie contract with the Broncos. He can really have a career year. Great for him. Maybe I don't want him after he's a free agent, but this year, 47 receptions for 228 yards and three tu- two touchdowns. The receiving yard work, uh, you know, not a lot of great efficiency out of the backfield, but his rookie year, he also caught 45 balls. If you can catch around 50 receptions, I'm happy with that work out of, the, of a running back. You're really happy with that. That's like top 10 usage uh, at the receiving work for a running back. So I'll take that. 3.6 yards per carry this year was a career low. His career average before was 4.4. That's his career average, including this year. Uh, his rookie year was even better than that. His yards after contact per attempt this year was down 2.7. His career average is 3.4. So, you know, we, we're seeing a lot of these down stats, but more breakaway runs in 2023, Mike. Interesting. With, that's, that's any run that's 15 yards or more. He had 12 this year versus nine his rookie season. He had three last year before he got hurt. So he had 12 in the the first year and two games or whatever. And then he had 12 this year. Um, So you get to see he doesn't have the efficiency, but he still has those flashes. That efficiency, I do believe, is going to come back next year. So I have optimism for Javante Williams in 2024. I have worries about him after 2024 because of him going into free agency. So now that I've laid the full groundwork for my expectations of Javante Williams, uh, to to put it into fantasy terms for next year, I think you're going to get a mid RB2. He has upside based on touchdowns to get into that fringe RB1 territory. But I think you're looking at like RB18. And if you get a thousand yards, you get 50 receptions for about 300 yards and say you get five touchdowns, which I think is being rather conservative for a, a, a bruising back like Javante Williams, who, who does have some goal line um, upside that would get you 210 fantasy points in PPR, which would be good for an RB 18 finish this year. So right there in the middle RB two finish. I think that's what you're looking at with Javante Williams. If they cost you a first round pick, I'm out. If you can sell for a first round pick, let's do it. If you can get him for a, a mid second, I'm all for it. If you can get him for just a second, even like if it's an early second, you're a competitive team. I'm for it. I think this is just what's the market value within your league. Cause 
you know, I think you know what you're going to get with Javante Williams this year. I think you're going to get a solid RB2, but he's going into a contract year. So just something to take into account. Not willing to spend a first one. And that's why I'm buying low if possible. Now, Mike, yeah. why would you want Javante Williams and not Kenneth Walker the third? Well, easily because uh, he doesn't have as much competition that Kenneth Walker does. Now, that could change between now and the draft, but I do think the Denver Broncos have other things that they need to worry about. Russell Wilson possibly won't be there. They might be shopping him. Maybe Jerry Judy as well could be moving on. I think Cortland Sutton stays um, for the record. They need to figure out what they're doing at tight end too because as much as I love Greg Dulcich, he hasn't been able to stay healthy too. So there's other issues that need to be filled in there. I don't think running back is one of them. Did miss a game last year. He had a quad strain. Um, The time I would really try to buy him too is if I was on the clock, I'd love to get him for the 203, 204, personally. I, I could just pay that, you know, and someone's like, I want this pick right here because I'm going to draft whoever. I don't care who you want to draft. But, hey, you got Javante. Let's make a deal. And I think that's a good time for you to swing it, too. Now, if it's a one quarterback, I, <clears throat> forgive me, I would still try for that early second. It might end up being late first. Like, if it was the 111, 112, I would strongly consider it. I would try to get a little something back on top of it, sweeten the deal for me. Just a little bit. Sweeten the deal. Come on, Nate. Give me three dollars. Yeah, it's just like you know, at the two hundred three, two hundred four. You I mean you're looking at a couple running backs there. Early second, you're looking at you know Bucky Irving, Blake Horm, if that's your flavor, Trey Benson, Braylon Allen. Uh, there's going to be some options there at the running back position. So you know, I think if you're a competitive team, Javante Williams, yeah, is a is a decent buy. But um, if you're a rebuilding team, you know, if you could you could flip them. There's I think there's definitely an opportunity there. But I'm not not willing to spend a first on him. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand it would be hard, and that's why I try to get some icing on the cake there. Yeah, fat bucks, like maybe a late pick back, something like that. just something back. Um, bucks, make it feel a little bit five bucks. Yeah, five bucks and a fourth round pick in twenty twenty five. Let's do it up. Let's do it up. So, everybody, thank you again for listening, Nate. Like always, it has been fun. So until next time, for Nate, I'm Mike. Thanks again. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.